First, though, we're going to have a discussion about something that I think there were stories about it, but it didn't grab the headlines with the recent flooding situation in British Columbia. Did you know, for example, that um, 630,000 chickens, 12,000 pigs, about 500 cows died in that flooding? And more than half a million livestock animals also died under that heat wave that happened in BC over the course of the summer. And it has a lot of people asking some pretty obvious questions here about do we need to, you know, in the in the light of um, the changing weather patterns and climate change and all this stuff and the disasters that we're seeing roll out, do we need to rethink the way we do agriculture and livestock particularly um, in this country? Part of the mitigation, the adaptation that we talk about. So we're going to chat with Camille Labchuk. Uh, Camille is a lawyer and executive director of Animal Justice. Uh, Camille, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, so we're talking about over a million farm animals dead in two natural disasters that took place in one province this year. And it has a lot of people asking questions about maybe the way we're doing this, you know, especially like having animals on floodplains, we need to rethink some of this, right? I think that's absolutely right. It's it's an overwhelming number, and you know we, we're looking at over six hundred thousand animals dead from this flood alone, which is probably an underestimation because some areas yeah. they haven't even been able to access to clear out yet. So I think a lot of people are asking, why are we allowing these massive mega factory farms to exist on floodplains, to exist without having emergency evacuation plans, and clearly back in the summer without having adequate cooling facilities. Um, how do we go about doing that? I mean, obviously, you're going to need to get government involved and changing laws, I guess, around animal welfare, right, and potential risks that they face. Yeah, and I think what's really important for listeners to understand is, first of all, that there's practically no animal welfare laws that apply to farms in Canada. Neither the provincial nor the federal government really regulates that sphere. So essentially, the industry makes up its own rules. And the industry's rules are designed to maximize the profits for farmers. So farmers who can get insurance payouts, who can get government funding to make up the losses of these animals, are in one position, but the public is in another position and and looks at these deaths and feels quite compelled by that. So first of all, we actually need animal welfare laws on farms. And I think the second thing we need to start looking at is capping the sizes of farms. Um, It's all well and good to want to evacuate animals from farms, but when the average chicken farm in BC is 50,000 animals, you know, frankly, there's just no realistic way to get that many birds out of a flooded barn. And, and maybe just changing our thinking in terms of, okay, you're putting it in an area where the potential for catastrophe is, we're not going to do that anymore. I mean, there are places where, I guess safe is the best word, where it's safer to have these kinds of operations than other places. I mean, it's that simple in a lot of ways. Yeah, well, I think a floodplain is an obvious exactly, right? for, for reasons that we've come to appreciate, but I am concerned that in the future we're not going to see many safe spaces. We know that climate change is already causing these extreme weather events to occur more uh, frequently and more rapidly. And, uh, you know, I do question whether there's going to be anywhere left in the country that's going to be a realistic location where we don't face weather catastrophes from from time to time. And, of course, the other factor that goes into this is it's not just farmed animals who are often... um, some of the most vulnerable victims in these extreme weather events. But farming animals actually produces an enormous amount of greenhouse gas emissions, which contributes to this process as well. So I think more than just moving them into a new location, we have to look at reducing the size of these barns and maybe moving towards a more plant-based food system. You know, the province of BC, that's what we're talking about here. And, you know, their ministry has sort of been asked about this and been talking about this. And they say that they do have codes to protect farmers and ranchers, 
Um, you know, and they do have, you know, animal welfare rules and things like that, but they acknowledge there needs to be more done. So what is government doing, you know, following these two catastrophes that we've seen? What are they working on? What are they pointing to as possible solutions? Well, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure yet what government plans to do about this, but I think it's obvious that they need to do something. Um, you know, we've now seen just in this past year, and we could look at the wildfires as well, three very clear examples of the fact that climate change, is, it's not a future problem, it's a now problem. Yeah. And adaptation is a big part of that. So how is the government going to respond to that? I think it's very, very clear that they need to start transitioning some farms into other industries. I mean, can you imagine if the only thing lost in the floods in terms of, uh, you know, farming space was uh, a few dozen oat fields instead of 600 and some thousand animals? Uh, We'd be having a different conversation, and I think it would be a much better situation. So it's not just that we need to move away from, from, um, you know, intensive livestock farming operations to prevent climate change. It's to adapt and mitigate to climate change as well. Yeah, uh, Camille, I think it's, it's, it's a question that a lot of people are wrestling with, and I appreciate you joining us this morning to give us some insight. Thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure. Thank you. You bet. That is Camille Labchuk, a lawyer and executive director of Animal Justice. And there's a lot of people, you know, and you know what, who's, who's talking about this as well? Um, the producers. Right. I mean, this is they're sort of the ones that are when you talk about agriculture and you talk about farmers and producers and animal welfare, there's nobody more invested in the animal welfare than the farmers and the ranchers and the producers. I mean, that's their business. And so, um, you know, in the discussion surrounding B.C., they're involved and uh, they're also talking about what they need to do to try and adapt. That's what it comes down to. Adaptation and mitigation.